Welcome to Not A Princess Diaries podcast. I am Kate Bailon, Not A Princess obviously, and you are listening to Season 2, Episode 3. Before we start this episode, disclaimer, I am not an expert on the economy, on the numbers regarding these, on prices and whatnot. Please be guided. I'm only going to talk about things based on my experience, so all opinions are mine unless stated otherwise. Nevertheless, I will never spread something untruthful. Happy listening! Hello everybody, it has been a while and I know I've said gusto ko nang maging consistent but honestly a lot has happened in the past two weeks. Last last week, my grandmother passed away so we've been really busy and we've been really recalibrating and ang daming kailangang gawin and asikasuhin and of course I had to say goodbye to my grandmother and then last week I had no voice at all, as in wala akong boses, so it became really hard to record. And now, ta-da, we're here, we're back. I'm so happy. And if you hear any noise or may mga nagpupukpuk, like that one, sorry, my construction somewhere here where I'm recording, so please bear with me. One thing that you'll be overwhelmed by when you start becoming an adult and earning your own money are the bills. You only get excited over your salary for a few minutes before the daunting realization comes that a huge chunk of it will go to paying off your necessities. Unang hawak mo sa sahod mo, masaya ka pa, di ba? Tapos malulungkot ka kapag binudget mo na yung mga kailangan mong bayaran at pagkakagastusan ngayong buwan. Minsan nga hindi pa dumadating yung sahod mo, nakahati-hati na siya agad sa ulo mo kung saan mo siya igagastos. Itatabi mo itong portion na to, pambayad lang. That is my reality. How funny na dati iniisip ko na pag nagkatrabaho na ako, ako naman ang bahala sa pamilya ko. Although there may be some truth to that, meron pa rin mga times na alam ko sa sarili ko na hindi ko pa rin kaya ibigay yung ibang bagay na gusto kong ibigay sa kanila. I still cannot afford everything that they need and the things that they want. Being one of the eldest in my family, I feel a responsibility kasi nakapagtapos na rin ako and I'm already earning and working. Anim kaming magkakapatid tapos dalawa pa lang kami ng ate ko na nakatapos ng college. So I feel that there is an expectation of me na tulungan na makatapos din yung mga kapatid ko na mag-aral. Although diba, sabi nga ng iba, hindi mo responsibilidad na paaralin mga kapatid mo kasi dapat responsibility yan ng mga magulang. Pero hindi mo rin naman mapipigilan sarili mo na tumulong, syempre. Ayaw mo rin naman pabayaan sila kasi syempre you'd want them to finish studying kasi education really is important to get by in this world. I've shared this before but a portion of my salary goes to my family to help out with expenses in the house. At times, I do want to be selfish and keep the money that I earned but at the end of the day, paano naman family ko, di ba? At times, I feel really burdened by it. It's hard to budget sometimes kasi meron din naman akong mga gustong pagkagastusan and bilhin. Pero syempre, hindi naman kakayanin ng konsensya ko na hayaan na lang yung family ko na walang panggastos, pambayad ng kuryente, pangbili ng pagkain, ganon. That's why for me, it's a huge privilege for other people na hindi nagbibigay ng pera sa mga magulang nila kasi they have the means to really control how they spend their money. For me, that's not really the case. 
Honestly, sometimes it's really hard for me. Pero anong magagawa natin? Hindi naman natin matitiis yung pamilya natin, di ba? Kaya I find it really funny that when I was a child, I used to wish I'd become an adult who has their own money and buy all the things that I like. When you're a kid, you think everything is so simple. But when you finally become an adult, you learn that nothing is simple. You just learn how to cope and adjust. <laughs> This is me speaking on a point of view of someone who did not grow up rich and who comes from a middle class family. Opo, hindi po kami mayaman. <laughs> If you've listened to my podcast episode, Growing Up Not Rich, I talked more about this. But by grace, with my parents' hard work and with the help of a lot of people, we have gone by and lived a decent life. So this is not me na nagre-reklamo ha. Makaisipin nyo nagre-reklamo lang ako sa episode na to. Not at all. I'm sharing all of this in case somebody is listening to this episode and is feeling the same as well. Hindi ka nag-iisa. There will be times when you'd want to be selfish with the money you earn, but at the end of the day, the fact that I can provide for my family's basic needs and give a little bit when they need something, it makes everything lighter because I do love my family. If I could give everything to my family, I would in a heartbeat. Kaya nga nangangarap akong manalo sa loto kahit hindi naman ako tumataya. <laughs> But despite of all of that, I am going to recognize my privilege. Kahit hindi naman ako pinanganak sa mayamang pamilya, I have been extremely privileged in some aspects. Not everyone can study and go to college like I have. Not everyone can afford to have some of the material things that I have. So one thing I never want to be is ungrateful. Some of the opportunities that I have now, I acknowledge that it all came to fruition with help from other people. But hindi ko rin discredit yung skill set ko and my Competence kasi that's something that I worked hard on. Dahil lumipas na yung graduation season and marami tayong mga fresh grads, nadami na naman yung bilang ng mga magiging unemployed, lalo na at yung karamihan sa mga graduate ngayon ay yung mga pioneer ng K-12. So, asahan talaga natin na marami-raming maglalaban-laban sa mga open positions and hirings. Naiinis lang ako at nalulungkot minsan na sobrang baba ng minimum wage, lalo na dito sa Bicol region. Naikwento ko na din dun sa episode ko na salary expectations and the working environment na pag nag apply ka, tatanungin ka ng nag interview sa sa'yo kung anong salary expectation mo. Siyempre ikaw, you've set yourself in a standard kasi nakapagtapos ka and may degree ka, ba? Diba? Pero hindi mo naman tataasan ng sobra kasi wala ka pa namang experience kasi nga fresh grad ka. So yung sasabihin mo is sakto lang for the skill and experience that you have. Ang ibang companies, mas mababa pa pala ang offer, in my experience, half pa nung salary expectation ko. You'd be stumped. Ang baba ng ino-offer nila na sahod, kasi ang standard din nila ng pagset ng salary ay yung sinet na minimum wage. Kung ikaw, wala talagang choice or talagang gusto mo talaga magkaroon ng trabaho, kakagatin mo, ba? Diba? Kahit sobrang baba, kahit sobrang hirap mabuhay sa halagang ganon na sahod, lalong-lalo na ngayon, tumataas na ang mga bilihin at mga presyo ng mga kailangan natin, hinding-hindi na sapat ang minimum wage. That's the reality and the scary truth. But before we dive into all of that, commercial muna tayo in 3, 2, 1. 
Sa mga nagtataka kung bakit yung ad na yun is always included on my episodes, it's because yun nga, ad yun guys, and no, I don't earn from it yet. I'm trying it out and see if makuha ko nga ba yung revenue from the ads, so don't worry, hindi ko kayo pinagkakakitaan kasi ni Piso wala pa akong natatanggap doon. Gusto ko lang siya itry kasi isa siya sa mga features from Anchor.fm. Okay, going back to our topic. I think it's no secret to everyone na pamahal ng pamahal na ang mga bilihin ngayon. O ba? Diba, sana all mahal. <laughs> Tumataas na ang mga presyo ng mga bilihin, kaya syempre, pa-adjust naman tayo ng budget natin para magkasya hanggang sa sunod na sahod. As a working girl na nakatira away from home and nagre-rent sa city, damang-dama ko yung pagtaas ng mga bilihin at ng pamasahe. Unang-una, ayun nga, may boarding house ako and I'm a commuter. Nagbibigay din ako sa pamilya ko ng panggastos sa bahay. Pumibili din ako sa grocery and paminsan-minsan kumakain sa labas kaya napapansin ko talaga yung pagtaas ng presyo. Lalong-lalo na ngayon, ang bilis umakyat ng presyo ng mga bilihin compared noon. More so that the pandemic rolled in. Kasi ba diba nung nag-lockdown tayo, tumaas mga presyo ng pamasahe at ilang bilihin kasi those were hard times. Tapos ngayon hindi naman bumaba ulit yung mga presyo. Tumaas pa nga kesa nung dati. Eh, yung sahod natin kung tumaas man, konti lang yung dagdag na parang salamat na lang masasabi mo kasi at least tumaas naman ng kahit 500 pesos, ba diba? Kesa naman wala. Uh, this one is from my experience. At least ako sa trabaho ko, tumaas ng ganyang halaga yung sahod ko every year. Pero iniisip ko, paano naman yung mga hindi? How do they get by with the same salary with the prices going up? Oh! Sakto. Kakabasa ko lang nito habang sinusulat ko tong episode natin. This is from Philippine Star. Filipinos must brace for more effects of the high inflation rate, including possible fare adjustments and increase in prices of consumer products in the coming months, an economist said. I'll have the link of this article on the show notes to anyone listening who wants to read it. So ayan na nga. While we are still reeling from prices going up now, kailangan pa rin pala natin mag-ready because hindi pa tapos tumaas. ba diba, napapabalita pa lang na 6.1% na ngayon ang inflation rate natin but on the coming months, it's projected to be at 7% dahil based sa article, what we are feeling now in the past months is just the first round effect. OMG, baka sabihin na naman tayo na we are not that high. <laughs> pansin na pansin ko talaga ang pagtaas ng mga bilihin. Kung dati sakto na sakin ang 1,000 pesos as my allowance for the week, kasama na dyan ang pamasahe ko, pagkain ko, grocery ko for the week, ngayon kulang na ang 1,000 pesos na yan. For example, sa groceries. So kami ng ate ko, bumibili kami ng groceries namin for the week Every Monday. We've been doing this routine since we were in college, so alam na namin yung mga presyohan ng mga bilihin and yung mga dati na naming binibili. Nasubaybayan na rin namin yung pagtaas ng paunti-unti ng presyo ng mga bilihin, although before, parang carry pa naman. Note that yung allowance namin ng college kami for a whole week is also 1,000 pesos, same as sa allowance na sinet namin ngayong nagtatrabaho na kami. Kung noon nung college na pagkakasya na ang 1K sa isang week, ngayon minsan nga ay kulang pa. Kung dati mag-grocery kami, average na yung 200 to 300 pesos total na weekly groceries namin, nansyan na lahat, pagkain, sabon, personal necessities, maximum na namin is 500 pesos. Pero pag ganito, ibig sabihin na ubus na namin yung supply ng ibang kakailanganin namin. 
marami-rami na rin noon yung nabili, nabibili namin pag ganon. Just recently, nag-grocery kami and umabot sa total na 500 pesos yung grocery bill namin. Napatingin ako sa mga binili namin and hindi ko masabi na marami siya kasi yung mga wala lang namin yun na mga gamit sa boarding house and of course, pagkain. Si ate nga na-shock kasi bumuli ako nung piatos na medium-sized and yung presyo nun ay umabot na sa 30 pesos. Sabi niya dati daw ang presyo nun ay 24 to 25 pesos lang. Hindi niya daw akalain na 30 pesos na yun ngayon. So after we do our grocery, kinukompute ni ate yung nabili namin and hinahati niya yung bill between the both of us. I bought a Garnier micellar water that I have been buying since college and I was completely taken aback when my sister said na ang presyo na pala nun ngayon ay 114 pesos na. Naabutan ko pa nung first time na nirelease yun, 89 pesos lang yun eh. Tapos nagbago presyo, naging 90 pesos. Ngayon, my God, 114 pesos na pala siya. Mukhang mapapahanap tayo ng mas mura ha. Hindi na rin muna ako bibili ng piatos dahil bukod sa unhealthy, sayang din yung 30 pesos ko. <laughs> So, outside our boarding house, meron mga kainan na magkakatabi na pwede mong bilhan and kainan. Dati sa halagang 45 pesos, may ulam at kanin ka na, libre, sabaw pa. Pero simula nung tumaas ang presyo ng karne, tumaas na din ang presyo ng ilang mga ulam doon. So, ngayon kung kakain ako ng karne or manok na ulam, minsan 50 pesos to 60 pesos, depende sa pinili mong ulam, ang babayaran ko para sa isang meal. Of course, I understood why the prices of these meals had to go up pero diba, sayang din yung dating 5 pesos na nasisave ko pwede ko na sanang idagdag sa pamasahe ko Speaking of pamasahe, when the pandemic happened, tumaas din ang fare rates dahil nga nagkukumute ako, syempre apektado ako sa pagtaas nito kung dati ang 70 pesos ko ay katumbas na ng isang sakay sa van, nung nagsimulang mag-lockdown ay naging 100 pesos na ang pamasahe ko hindi na rin naman bumalik sa dating 70 pesos ang pamasahe kahit pinupuno na ng mga driver at konduktor ang sasakyan dahil ang dahilan din naman nila ay tumataas ang presyo ng gasolina. At totoo naman, pataas ng pataas ang presyo ng gasolina kaya syempre umalma naman ng mga namamasada na taasan ang minimum fare hike nila para meron naman silang maiuwi pagkatapos ng mahabang pasada. Bago mag-pandemic, ang isang sakay mo sa tricycle at jeep sa Naga City ay 8 pesos lang ang bayad. Nang mag-pandemic, naging 15 pesos ang pamasahe sa tricycle at 9 pesos naman sa jeep. Magmula noon, mas pinili ko na lang lakarin yung ibang pupuntahan ko para makatipid ako kahit 15 pesos or 9 pesos man yan. But just recently, inaprubahan na ang 11 pesos na minimum fare sa lahat ng pampasaherong jeep dahil matagal na din itong pinapanawagan ng mga jeepney drivers. Sa pagtaas pa naman ng mga bilihin ngayon, pati na rin ang gas, talagang naiintindihan ko ang mga hinaing nila. Pero syempre, as a commuter, mabigat din to para sa akin kasi kahit sabihin nating dalawang piso lang naman ang idadagdag ko, both sides ay makakadama talaga ng kirot sa sitwasyon natin ngayon. Nakakahinayang kasi yung 20 pesos ko, hindi na siya kasya sa dalawang sakay ko sa jeep. Kaya guys, I really recommend walking. Eco-friendly na, exercise na, makakapag-isip-isip ka pa. <laughs> 
So dahil nga sa mga sitwasyon na ganito na tumataas ang mga bilihin at presyo ng mga kinakailangan natin, eh kailangan din natin syempre mag-cut back sa gastos at mga ika nga ay luho or wants natin. As for me, I've really been holding myself back from eating out and opting na kumain na lang sa karinderia or stay at home na lang para walang gastos. Even the prices from fast food chains, if you've noticed, have gone up. Unang napansin ko yung sa Jollibee one time nung nag-crave ako ng super meal nila. Pagtingin ko sa board sa my counter, 174 pesos na pala yun, na dati 150 pesos lang yun. Yun yung super meal na may fried chicken, rice, spaghetti, and burger steak. Sabi ko, wow, nagmahal na pala siya. Sabagay napansin ko na din yun dati kasi yung meal set nila na spaghetti and burger steak with rice, dati 99 pesos lang yun pero para ngayon 100 plus na siya. Dati-dati kahit once a week kumakain ako sa McDo but recently I've also noticed that their prices have also adjusted. Yung dating palagi kong in-order na chicken a la king with fries and drink na 94 pesos lang, ngayon ang new price niya ay 100 pesos na. Kung iisipin diba, konti lang yung amount na itinaas ng mga ganito. Pero hindi naman tayo palagi mapera para isipin na wala lang ang mga ganito. So even though I have cravings and I want to eat fast food, I really have to cut back muna and think about other essential things to prioritize. Mag-crave muna tayo ng sabaw sa karinderia for the meantime. <laughs> Because of the inflation, I really have to manage my expenses. Actually, even before I've been practicing this, kasi nga hindi naman ganon karami ang pera ko. Marami rin akong mga bills na kailangan bayaran buwan-buwan, so syempre mas priority ko yon. There are times, of course, when my money falls short, but thank God, we still come by. Kaya nga, lagi ko yan ini-include sa prayers ko paggabi na sana financially maging okay and always find a way. Kasi pag walang pera, edi paano na? <laughs> Staying healthy and well is also one utmost priority for me and one I always remind my family with. Kasi as I always tell them, Mahal ang ma-ospital. Kahit kayong check-up pa lang tapos reresetahan ka ng mga gamot, madami na agad ang magagastos mo. Kaya it's important to stay in good condition and be healthy. Kasi kung healthy ako, I can work, I won't have to buy medicines, and I won't have to worry about any expenses. And the same goes to my family members. During the last few days of May and the first few weeks of June, I really went through a hard time when Mochi, our dog, fell sick. That was a really tough time for me because mentally I was stressed AF because I felt like a mother stressing over a sick child. Legit breakdown avenue tayo nung mga panahon na yun, mga sis. Financially, I was struggling as well kasi in order for Mochi to get better, of course we had to have him checked by a vet. A vet checkups are not cheap and their medicines weren't cheap as well. Mochi is like family to all of us, so of course we really wanted him to feel better and have him checked out. So dinala namin siya sa vet, we had to bring him twice, and on the second time, the vet thought it best to confine him. So na-confine si Mochi, and even though that was only for a day, I cried all the way here in Naga City. Because I couldn't believe that my baby had to go through all of that by grace and by medicine and good care nag-fully recover si Mochi. For the first time, naswerohan yung aso namin. Of course, I was happy that my fur baby recovered, pero mga sis, 
Wallet ko naman umiyak after all that. Almost 6,000 pesos and more ang nagastos ko sa checkups, confinement, and medicines ni Mochi. Malaking halaga yun and during the times na I was going through that, I didn't know kung paano ko ba mababayaran or saan ako kukuha ng panggastos para sa pangbayad ko. Pero Lord, grabe. Thank you talaga at nakasurvive. Kaya ngayon, super paranoid ko na pagdating kay Mochi kasi ang mahal pag bumalik na naman siya sa vet and wala din pet insurance kung sakali. <laughs> Kaya before getting fur babies, make sure that you will be able to properly care for them and pay for their medical needs if need be. I'm thankful na din na I really cut back on online shopping and other luxuries that I don't really need at the moment. Before, my Shopee at Lazada ako sa main phone ko. But now, my Shopee app na lang ako and nilagay ko siya sa work phone ko para hindi ko siya gaanong nakikita palagi. The reason why I haven't uninstalled my Shopee app yet is because I post my pre-loved items on the carousel app and minsan pinapayagan ko yung mga buyers na mag-check out via the Shopee Dati nun, every monthly sale, meron akong nasi-check out. But now, I've learned how to curb that habit. Because I couldn't afford that na. <laughs> I also suspended my subscription to Netflix because I found another app where I could watch all the series I want to watch, even those na hindi available sa Netflix, and for free too. So, Netflix kasi... Even though I chose the cheapest plan, yung 149 pesos lang, I still had to pay that monthly. So ngayon, at least I save 149 pesos. <laughs> if you want to know the app where I watch series and movies, you'll see the app on my show notes. <laughs> Lahat ng latest movies, series, Korean dramas, and more na gusto ko panoorin ay available doon and for free pa kaya I'm so happy I discovered it. Sa last episode ko din, I shared where I download free ebooks of the books that I want to read so check that episode out to know how and another tip then for you guys if you want to listen to all music for free i think apple music is still offering a free one month trial to all users okay na rin yun kasi at least for a month you get to check out the app and listen to music for free ang isang luho lang ata na hindi ko kinat is my spotify subscription because i consider that one as a necessity <laughs> In the upcoming months, we may have to brace ourselves for more price increases and a higher inflation rate. I hope that we will still be able to get by despite all of this. Kaya kapit lang mga mare, kakayanin natin to. For the meantime, let's adjust our budget, our lifestyle, be a little frugal muna, and demand accountability and action from our elected government officials because they have the power to help us all. After all, it is their job. Nagbabayad tayo ng tax para gawin nila ang trabaho nila. Calling out the people who have the power to help us, especially if we're the ones who put them in that position of power, isn't being lazy and uncooperative. It is a call for accountability and also a wake-up call for them. Here's to hoping we get through these hard times and here's to hoping that the people in power, the people leading the government, do what they can for the public's sake and not for self-interest. Mm-hmm.